Welcome to Coconut Oil Stardust and Dope Vibes. I am your resident fairy godmother, Tamara Angela. And um, this is the quarter two, 2022 podcast episode. And we are going to be just taking a look cosmically at April, May, and June and what we can look forward to coming up astrologically. Um, Hopefully you have checked out some of the previous episodes and you checked out quarter one, 2022. Um, That was recorded. I think I did that back in December. I try to do them the month before the quarter comes in. Um, And hopefully you've gone back and looked in the archives and checked out some of the other episodes. I think it's always good with these to maybe go back to the previous quarter and tune in. Because we always see things easier for whatever reason with the way that the mind works. We see things easier in hindsight. Um... But it helps us to be able to, you know, pull some things together so we can move forward. I also suggest when you tune into the quarterly um, cosmic updates that you guys take notes, like use your journal, take some notes of things that really resonate with you because this podcast is episode in specific when I do the quarterly ones um they give insight into things that are going to happen ahead and so if you already have like we're going into quarter two so if you already have stuff written down for April by the time April comes you can pull all these pieces together because I'm giving you guys three months ahead this is how things work for me. I'm usually a couple months ahead. And so typically I don't have these transcribed. I think I might need to work on having these transcribed because I typically channel when I'm doing these. So I'm going to give you guys the information as it comes to me. Um, as I have the astrology, um, points written down. Um, but I don't have like a transcript written out for the episode. And so it's great if you are able to take some notes for yourself, really um, pay attention to what some of the alignments say, especially the ones that speak to you now, but to be able to go back, you know, like when you're in April, I want you to be able to go back and look at the notes that you took for April and really see how this stuff applies. There's a point in doing it. It's not, I mean, astrology to me is fun. It's like breathing. It's a, it's a normal language to me. Um, but there's some tools and some tips and some things that you can really use for yourself to, alleviate a lot of things especially when we have retrogrades coming up um we have a couple eclipses coming up we have um just some really kind of big alignments that are happening and because i do these conversations months in advance 
by the time we actually get to that alignment, I'm already a couple months ahead, you know, so we're talking about April, May, and June, and it's March. By the time we get to stuff happening in May, I'm already going to be talking about the fall. So I want you guys to write down this information so you have it so you can access it. Go back and listen to the podcast as many times as you need to, because a lot of times we're listening the first time and things settle, but they don't fully, fully resonate. So I want you guys to really use the knowledge and navigate yourself. This is what a lot of billionaires and entrepreneurs do. They employ people like me to help consult them and guide them and say, hey, this is the best time to do this. This is the best time to do this. Uh, I wouldn't really do this during this time. There, um, There's energies that really support you know, moving ahead. And then sometimes it's really a time to rest. And so you'll try to move and nothing will happen. If you have that insight ahead of time, how much more prosperous could you be? So April um, sees us with several alignments that um, to me, bring us into more of the balance of the power of masculine and feminine energy. Um, We have a new moon and full moon in April that sees Mars and Venus um, come into play. Mars and and Venus um, are typically seen as opposition because that's how they want you to see things. They want you to see Mars versus Venus. The symbol for Mars is the symbol on the men's bathroom. The symbol for Venus is the symbol on the women's bathroom. We've been using astrology signs to symbolize a lot of things. Um, and so we're always looking at Mars and Venus as like this, 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 um, this competitive energy, but it's not. There's really a lot of synergy that goes there. And to be honest, Venus can kick ass too. We're always looking at Mars as like warrior and things like that, but Venus really has some kick ass energy too. And it can be highly, highly destructive um, when it's out of balance. We're also looking in April at How do we just make the world a better place? When we find this balance, when we find this harmony, how do we ultimately make the world a better place? So on, um, let's see, on the 1st, April 1st, we have the new moon in Aries at 2.24 a.m. We're always talking Eastern Standard Time here. Um, You know, the sign of Aries brings us into the Zodiac New Year. The sign itself, the sun sign. We come into Aries um, in March um, with the spring equinox. And so by the 1st of April, we have this new moon in Aries um, where we're celebrating new beginnings, moving with fire energy. What really gets you excited? There's a newness here. How do you refresh and renew and not go into the rest of the year with that same tired ass mindset? On the 5th, we have um, Venus in Pisces, and it brings to mind for me the song Dream On Dreamer from um, Brand New Heavies. 
which is like one of my favorite groups all the time. And Venus in Pisces says your your dreams and your desires can quickly become obsessions if you don't find balance for it. We can obsess over those thoughts and, and emotions, but where does that really get us? So sometimes it's nice to be in a dreamlike scape, sometimes um, in a dreamscape, sometimes um, getting into our daydreams becomes a form of escapism where we don't have to be accountable and really make moves. Um, Mercury moves into Taurus on April 10th and it tells us Mercury is in charge of our communication. It tells us that, um, your words, your thoughts, they're, they're powerful and they should be birthing the life that you want. Um, the things that you say should be meaningful. And it also begs to ask, can people count on your word? which is one of the four agreements, um, which is being impeccable with your word. Like, can people count on your word or are you just kind of shucking and jiving and saying the most and doing the most and nothing adds up? Then we move into Mars and Pisces on April 14th. Um, this is a, a time where the veil gets thinner. People are always talking about the veil being thin, specifically near Semaine, um, which is in more like October, that Halloween corridor. But there are several times throughout the year when the veil becomes thin. Um, and I want to point you towards the Neptune's Generations podcast, because um, that'll give a little bit more insight into what I'm talking about here. But Mars and Pisces, April 14th, Spiritual Warfare, um, and we have a lot of our spiritual awake, um, warriors who are ready to awaken. April 16th, we see our full moon in Libra, which is Venus influence. Um, these are, you know, us leaping in to creating policy and advocacy that creates global change. We need large scale change. Grassroots stuff is awesome and it's amazing and it's totally necessary. But right now we need, um, we need that, but we need more of a um, larger global change. And we need to really keep digging more into how we can become more compassionate and empathetic. On the 19th, the sun moves into Taurus at 10 24 p.m eastern standard time a child born at 10 23 is still in aries a child born at 10 25 is a taurus so this is venus energy ruled by the earth we want to look at investing in our growth um you can love nice things and, and work towards having nice things without feeling guilty. Like you, you, There's a space where you need to know you deserve that. Um, Pluto moves into retrograde and Capricorn on the uh, 28th at 2.35 p.m. And a lot of our... our outer planets are going to shift into retrograde which they typically do around like april may and they stay retrograde pretty much um through the summer 
So our summer corridor, like getting into the fall, like that spring, summer, are uh, with those outer planets, you know, going retrograde, there's there's a there's a pause. We get this time to kind of pause during that time and you know reassess some things rethink some things but typically when it's hot and it's nice outside people ain't thinking about anything they're just gonna go do whatever they want to do you know go live it up enjoy themselves which is great because that's that is part of your spiritual journey is to live and apply but what tends to happen is people crash during the fall um which is typically when these larger planets go direct and then people are scared and they're like oh my gosh and i made this decision made this decision and that didn't really work and so then they're upset and scrambling in the fall so with knowing that these planets are going into retrograde in the spring let's just be aware of our decision making um pluto uh, and capricorn retrograde on the 28th of april this is always a time to revisit lessons um we've been here before with this retrograde it'll be more intense this time it's like why do you need to keep learning the same lessons over and over again how many times do you have to repeat those lessons before you submit to the fact that you can't outsmart god's plan for you like how many times you're gonna keep going through the same thing mercury moves into uh, Gemini the same day, um, uh, the 29th and it's at 6 23 PM. Um, this is more attuned communication because Mercury is at home in Gemini. Um, we are going to have a surge in artistic representation um, mainly written mediums that reflect where we are. Um, and a lot of, we, we need to do a lot of digging where actual comprehension is concerned. Um, if you are unable to comprehend these lessons and this knowledge, I mean, you just, there's, it's time to start missing out. Um, on the 30th, we have a new moon, solar eclipse in Taurus. So we have two new moons in the month of April. Um, that new moon solar eclipse wants us, it, it tells us that seeking harmony may not be easy. We want to move through these obstacles and stop envisioning what's in the way. And we want to really focus on the success on the other side. Because sometimes we can get stubborn and just kind of stuck on like what the obstacle is. Oh, I need to move this. Oh, I need to move this. Well, what if instead of moving it, you just move yourself? Do something different. Go around. You know, how can you see through to the other side of the mountain? You got to get a different perspective than the one that you're looking at. So May brings us very energetic, very curious um, energy that wants us to move boldly. There's no tiptoeing. We have to move forward courageously into a lot of change. On uh, May 2nd, we have Venus in Aries, which is 
passion and newness and it's nice to be able to indulge into something in something you've always wanted did you always want to want to take a a toastmasters class go do that um but these indulgences very flagrant so bright hair colors nails get that that watch you always wanted um what just kind of what indulgence kind of brings you that is healthy brings you some type of pleasure mercury goes retrograde in gemini on the 10th the 10th we also see jupiter and aries that same day so that mercury in retrograde it says that if you know if you left anything unsaid just leave it for a minute stop trying to push the issue and make people hear you and oh i gotta get this off my chest or oh i need to you know say this thing no let it be during this retrograde there's too many opinions and too many people talking out of turn so we could definitely use a little pause and some silence and just some inventory so we have a bit more clarity before we move because people are always just talking and moving and nothing's making sense jupiter and aries the same day it's great to make major moves um and prepare to make some major moves Typically, they'll tell you, oh, don't make moves and don't sign contracts and things like that during a Mercury retrograde. But we got this Jupiter and Aries that is like, if you calm and you quiet and you're watching your mouth and you and you we're not talking biting our tongue. We're talking speaking when it's going to be valuable, moving when it's going to be valuable. This is um, a very optimistic outlook expanded outlook you need to try more you need to do more um the plans that you made during your downtime it's time time to to prepare to execute them so it's fine to execute things that were already on the agenda you're just not necessarily making new agendas um during that mercury retrograde even though jupiter is in aries we got the full moon lunar eclipse on the 16th. Um, it's in Scorpio and your scars are what make you who you are. Your story has already been lived. What's the new story? Like that's where your healing is. Stop trying to go back and repick these scabs and wear all of the things that happened to you as this badge of honor. This is how I define myself. I define like defining yourself through all the bad things that happened to you why why would you do that why would you just not be willing to write a new story where the definition of who you are is something that's more healthy we need progressive transformation um and 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 the sense that you shouldn't look the same i feel like we've you know so i'm 43 i grew up in the 80s teenager college in the 90s and you know in the 90s there was this really big push towards like the emo kids the emo music the emo girls the goth girls there was like this kind of um mystique that was built around being angsty right because that's what all the the 80s teen movies were about it was like oh my god mom oh my god everybody was angsty they hated their parents this whole thing right 
And I realize now that we're having a lot of trouble with people. It's like this whole movement of people who are just depressed and downtrodden. Part of that I know has to do with the food, you know, the the chemicals and the hormones in the food. It's just fucking everybody up. But at the same time, it's like, why is everybody always so depressed and they never want to come out of it and everything is wrong and they use that to define themselves with, you know, brands on social media where like the brand is that you're always coming out of something and that you're always dealing with depression and that you're crying in the camera. It's like those things happened and they're valid and your feelings were valid and your experience was valid. But when do you want to step out of that? Like, when do you want to step out of the contrariness and constant complaining? You got the things that you wanted, but you still griping and complaining. Like there's, there's never a time when people are really, really happy. And as a matter of fact, there's this aversion to happiness. Which is weird to me because when you are actually living an enlightened life, the point is to reach a state of bliss. So how are you on this spiritual journey, but you always depressed? When does your mood ever elevate? And why is that a badge of honor? And why do we look around at stuff like that and give that more credibility? There are people who are really clinically depressed. I understand that. I know that I, I, I got degrees in it. Like I, I know there are people who are really clinically depressed and constantly struggling, but then there's this group of people that feel like depression and anxiety is on trend and it's too much. We're not transforming out of that when we stay in that. Our son moves into Gemini on the 20th at 922 PM. Um, there's beauty in the air. There's this lighthearted energy. It's energetic. It's curious. And part of healing is just living life with a different perspective. Like sometimes you got to change the scenery. You go home the same way every day. You're used to seeing the same things all the time. When you drive a different way home, take a different destination, take another tour, like a detour, take another way around. You see all these other things that are there and they existed, but you just didn't know because you're always looking at the same thing. Gemini season is a time to come out of that and delve into some things that, you know, will help us with our growth. Mercury um, goes retrograde in Taurus um, because the Mercury is going to move into Taurus while we're in retrograde. Um, And we're speaking prosperity into existence what have you been thinking about that's holding you back um on the 24th we see mars move into aries this is a home space um it's masculine balance and warrior spirit let's not forget that some of our biggest goddesses were were fierce warriors they had a masculine energy in their feminine um, it's time to break down walls and create the path ahead strategically. On the 28th, Venus moves into Taurus. This is another home placement. Um, we're talking about the beauty of life. What gives you pleasure? What brings you a sense of bliss? And then on the 30th, we have the new moon 
in Gemini, what piques your curiosity? What have you always wanted to try? It's a new season. Go do that. Like that's where you'll, you'll find yourself and that's where you'll find some expansion. This is where you tap into your gifts. So May sees us with this curiosity that is like, go ahead, jump, move forward, do what you have to do. Try something new. Find out different things about yourself. Now, June comes in and we're halfway through the year. At that point, we need to prep for transformation, um, prep for a lot of changes that are going to occur towards the latter half of the year. Um, it's also a good time to examine how far we've come because June we get into um, cancer season, um, which always wants us to examine home. And um, this is a great time in June to start really, really honing in on creating the existence that you want, like being your own magician. Uh, on the third, Mercury is direct in Taurus. And um, it asks you, have you been aware of the words that you say to yourself? Have you been aware that a lot of times the pitfalls and the obstacles and the landmines that you're experiencing, they come from your own mind. You created that hole. So now it's time for you to dig yourself out. Saturn moves retrograde in Aquarius um, on, the, on the 4th, June 4th. And so we need to look at how far we've come since last year, last April, um, last spring, since Saturn was last in, in Aquarius. Um, Saturn in Aquarius brings us into having freedom, but understanding that there need to be rules still, right? That you move within because each society needs rules in order to govern the community. But those rules are ideally supposed to be set by people who actually care about the community. And that's where we've been going wrong. Good leadership actually cares about the people that they're leading. So Saturn and Aquarius wants us to reset these, these rules to society, but they, they have to make sense. Um, on the 13th, Mercury moves uh, back into Gemini. This is a home placement. It's time to speak up, speak out, examine any truths. Um, and we need more alignment and communication. It's like walk the walk, talk the talk. On the 14th, there's a full moon in Sagittarius. And so we're going to balance what we learned and what we think, you know, like, so the things that you think, you know, we need to, that, that's your son in Gemini. You need to balance that with the new philosophies, the moon and Sag, right? Because we've been doing all this deep transformation. We go into Saturn, um, with the, with the full moon in um, Scorpio, the month, I think it was the month before, um, where we have this, uh, deep sense of transformation that's going on. Um, what was that? Let me just double check here. Yeah, that was, you know, our new moon, full moon in April saw us with this Mars Venus energy, you know, that came through. Um, but our lunar solar eclipse um, in May is in Scorpio. So that's that deep 
transformation. So we have these new philosophies, these new ways of governing ourselves and governing the community around us um, in that moon in Sagittarius. So you have to move to get to the newness. Like you can't just sit and pray on it. You, there has to be movement. There has to be collective change. On the 21st, the, moon, the sun moves into Cancer. Um, this is us re, uh, revisiting our sense of community, how we ground in the, the family unit, what family looks like, um, and really incorporating love for self, the home. And um, anytime there's a water sun, it's great to attune intuitively. On the 22nd, Venus moves into Gemini. This is more of us having that artistic renaissance. If you've been following me, I've been talking about how we have this renaissance at hand. Um, this is really where art is imitating life. And it asks, why are you bored? Like what happens when you're bored? The, the, what is it? An idle mind is the devil's playground. What, like what happens when you're bored or you're feeling apathetic? Nine times, <clears throat> excuse me, nine times out of 10, you're not making movements. Um, and if you need to create, you're feeling stagnant, nothing moves. So we have to energetically create senses of movement. Uh, on the 28th, we have two things happening. We have the new moon in Cancer, and we also have Neptune going retrograde in Pisces. I've talked at great length about my love for the, the planet Neptune, um, and there's a lot of information in the Neptune's Generations um, podcast episode. But this Neptune retrograde in Pisces, reflect, reset. Um, it's going to feel very euphoric, which is interesting. You know, during the summer, straight through until it goes direct, um, it's, we're going to feel really euphoric. But when Neptune goes direct... That sense of reality is going to be very uncomfortable um, and there's going to be a surge in transformations, a uh, surge in depths and birth because we're going to really have to propel to the next frequency. Neptune is going to be in Pisces until 2025. And so that's how intense the first half of I'm always talking about how intense this first half of the um of this decade is going to be. It's that Neptune and Pisces energy. Um, Nept New moon and cancer um, rounds out the month on the, um, we're on the 28th still. And that new moon and cancer asks, what have you always dreamed your life would look like? Your new life would look like? This is a great time to tap into the higher self. So as we get into the summertime we're going towards like spring summer there's really this renaissance this newness that is required of us right this transformation we have to see what is on the other side of this transformation you said that you wanted this new stuff but what did you do to get it you said you wanted this new life but what did you do to get it um are you curious enough are you moving enough are you you know it's like it's great to do things on your block and take care of where you came from. But a lot of times it's also great to step out of that, see what the other part of the human experience is and see what you can gather and bring back to enrich and enhance your own current existence that you know. We have to seek knowledge, 
knowledge isn't just going to come fall in our lap. And um, the key to expanding the mind is not that we find this new knowledge and figure out how it fits into the confines of our mind. No, we have to expand the mind to wrap around and fit the knowledge in, right? Our mind has got to get bigger. It's not that the knowledge comes and we only take what we can put in our brain and in our existence. No, we have to expand our existence because the knowledge is infinite. There are certain concepts that, um, are infinite, uh, expansive, and they just are what they are. Karma is one of them. You can't just kind of change karma to and freak it to, to fit what you want it to fit. It is what it is. And it's been researched and it's been um, through lots of philosophy. And so it is what it is. Love is another one. Time is another one. These are things that Like you just can't see it and learn about it and be like, oh, I want it to be this. No, you have to expand yourself to fit how these definitions to fit these concepts. Um, And so there's a lot of um, change and growth that is supported. If, If that's where you are and if it feels like your soul needs to be nurtured, this is like the spring, summer is gonna be a great time to do that. I know typically we get together with community and we're out and about, we're at the pool, we're, you know, we're traveling, we're doing all these things, but take some time during this Saturn retrograde, this Pluto retrograde, um, during this Neptune retrograde, take some time to focus on yourself, to look at yourself, to create that inventory. And I'm telling you to do this proactively because it's going, that 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 fall energy is going to feel so heavy. It's going to feel so potent and you're going to, you're going to feel it more. It's going to stress you out more if you don't take inventory now during the spring and summer and say, oh, I can let go of this. I can let go of this. Um, I can make room for this. If you do that now, that that fall energy won't feel so heavy because you won't be carrying a load already. You're going to be open to receive the things that you need to receive because that fall energy is highly pivotal and transformational as well. So if you're already bogged down and busy because you have too much on your plate energetically, how can you receive the blessings that you say that you want? You don't have space. You don't have capacity. You don't have mental capacity. You don't have emotional capacity to receive those things. And so you will miss your blessing. We don't want to do that. We don't want to keep learning these lessons over and over again. Pluto and Capricorn retrograde. We don't want to keep learning them over and over again. We don't want to be so euphoric and, and down with escapism and we're daydreaming and we're drifting off so much that we don't see the reality of what's happening in our life. Neptune retrograde and Pisces. We want to to have a healthy balance of all of the above. We don't want to be going so hard in masculine energy that we can't sit still to receive what we prayed for in our feminine energy, which is receptive and intuitive and discerning where you can see the messages coming, where you can see the opportunities coming. Every opportunity that's coming for you isn't followed by angel numbers. 
They're not out here just flagging you down to receive the blessings that you say that you want. You have to sit still sometimes. You have to work, open the energy, and then sit still so you can receive what you say that you want. It's time for us to elevate. It's time for us to move forward. It's time for us to come out of these low vibrational conversations that lead us absolutely nowhere and that are not philosophical. I'm excited about what art is going to do to reflect our lives. I'm excited about the books coming out. I'm excited about the visual artists. I'm excited about all of that because it's definitely time for us to have that renaissance where we're having these deep conversations where we're having the 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 existential conversations so we can understand where we need to go it's time to stop talking about where we are we get where we are we don't need to keep breaking that down because i see too many conversations where we break stuff down about where we are and then the tiktok ends like you got you watching somebody on tiktok and they're telling you everything that's going on okay how do we remedy that like where's the remedy Where's the problem solving? Where's the solution? We have too many thought pieces, think pieces on where we are. Where's the leadership coming forward to tell us where to go? The leadership is here. Are you on vibration to listen and receive? That's the key. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, This is podcast episode on quarter two for 2022 we're moving ahead y'all um by any means necessary whether you're ready or not the rug is gonna get pulled out from under a lot of people um and the calling is here the calling is here the calling is here for those who have a higher calling like it's time to wake up and answer that because people need to be led we need to be moving into this new vibration into this new frequency like we really don't have a choice and we can't hold back we can't pause and stall out anymore it's it's detrimental to humanity to continue to stall out any more than we already have so thanks for joining me as always please take some time to go back in the archives and check out some of the older podcast episodes especially stuff on the higher self and intuition um, I think I still have some of them up that talk about like 2020 astrology and things like that. So that would be kind of interesting to go delve into that and just kind of see where we are and the things that have come to life and pull all of these threads together into the beautiful tapestry that becomes the human existence. I am your resident fairy godmother, Tamara Angela. Thank you so much for joining me.